It's the birthday boy, Paul Placino, born on November 11th. Which makes me very powerful, 11-11. Here's why, this is my thoughts, here's why I didn't want to make a big deal about birthday. I don't make a big deal about birthday. I hide it on Facebook. I hate everyone feels like they need to, you know, have be obliged to come and say happy birthday to me on Facebook. You did me a very nice birthday message, which was so sweet and nice. Yeah, it was pretty half-assed, but yeah, yeah. I, just makes I really it for formed you. it this year, and I feel bad, but no, next, not it's at gonna all. happen. It's, you're gonna get a big celebration from me one day. <laughs> <laughs> at my funeral, I yeah. should hope. <laughs> um, but uh, no, I, I the, the thing I was thinking about it is that I feel it's like a weird. Do you have ever have a thing called imposter syndrome about like this job and everything that it's like a very privileged job and you shouldn't be here because you're not good enough? 100%. Okay. Every day of my life. Well, not me. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, I think I have like an element of that where I'm just like, it's already such a wild privilege to take up real estate in people's brains as much as we do. Yeah. If you're listening to this podcast, we are just living fucking rent free right now, feet up on the tables, shoes on in your brain. Mm. Not to mention, like, you're driving home with us on the radio every day. We just take out mental real estate for, like, this, you know, huge portion of this city. Mm. And that, I feel like, is such a colossal privilege that I do that every weekday of the year, plus a podcast, plus a countdown on the weekends, that I don't need you to think about me any extra Aww. on my birthday is how I generally but feel. But you're so special and people love you, Paul. Oh, that's and they want nice, to but... show the appreciation for you if, if they do consume, you know, you and your thoughts all the time. Right. That maybe, you know, it's a time they're like, oh, they want to reach out and say thank you because they like listening to you and you sure. give them a form of entertainment for free. Mm. You know? Yeah. And I don't think that's that's necessarily bad, but okay. I understand that feeling completely where you're like, okay, you don't need to now honor me on this day. That's enough. But what do you feel about just birthdays in general for everybody? Just like celebrate me, think about me and talk about me and say me nice things and all, yeah. like, you know? It gives me an icky, but I do like, <laughs> it. it is more about like your friends and your family and it's. Yeah. More, I find it, it's more of like a giving them like appreciation kind of thing right yes, like if yes. they come out to you and they say like happy birthday and you're doing and they give you like a really nice message you yeah. should be thankful for them being there for you I if that know. makes any sense and and they want you to to know that they feel that way i really want to change my like philosophy around birthdays because i've been like this for a long time that like no one should care about me and i don't want to care about anybody but like i agree it's like it is such a nice feeling you know, that one day of the year to really celebrate everything that you are as a person. Mm -hmm. And I really love people a lot. There are, you know, not a ton of people, but like I have so many mm -hmm. people in my life, friends, family, like you say, that I want to do a better job of celebrating and the birthday should be, you know, the day to do it. Oh yeah. God, I'm just so conflicted. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> what would be like your ideal birthday situation? I had it this year. Yeah. Tell Honestly. me about it. Yeah. Um, okay, well, it was, and it's another one of those examples of, like, 2020 being, you know, horrible and weird and different, but mm -hmm. also being quite great. Um, on the actual day, all I did was, like, I did some, well, I did some stuff, some private stuff that I'm not going to talk about, <laughs> but that was a real treat for me, and I did a lot of it, and it was lovely. Oh, good. But then, um, I, like, just chilled all day long, mm -hmm. went for a little walk. Had a little nature time and then went to my favorite restaurant, ate a steak, 
went home, ate cheesecake, good night. That, that was it. So good. I was with my partner all day pretty yeah. much. And that was that's all I really want. You know, said thank you to people who reached out to me. That was the nice thing. Yeah. That's my that was it. And you know what? It was lovely. It was all I ever wanted. I do have to say, like, just the um overall like lack of social interacting on a large scale mm-hmm. i've been realizing that i've been needing to do that for a while just kind of cut it back a bit yeah because i get spread out really thin yeah. i find especially like in the summer months too but it's been nice to just have you know the few friends that i see and then that's it yeah and and even like yeah on birthdays this year i don't even remember oh everyone got fired on my birthday <laughs> was it your birthday that people get fired on yeah yeah oh my god yeah it was <laughs> god i didn't realize yeah it was. did we celebrate you at all on your birthday this oh year? no i people were really really sweet you made me a video on <laughs> yeah my and then phone i made did the, the same thing for yeah. you <laughs> so, yeah no it was it was uh it was really like sad but it wasn't like oh this day is getting taken away from me it was more like you know this makes sense like this like i would much rather give my love to my friends right now who Whoa. just got fired yeah than to deal with my own whatever i'm so honoring. sorry that that timing happened like that oh but no it was very 2020 it was like the perfect birthday in the worst way um Jeez. but yeah i think like the best birthdays are the ones where you're just like i'm just with the very few people that i care about or yeah. just like the one person and that's fine and i'm not like spread for everyone's attention and yeah and- I'm, I'm gonna call it right now though 2021 it's a nothing birthday for me it'll be i'll turn th- 37 which is like that's just such a weird age who cares but i'm gonna have a big giant party to make up when you're 37 and yeah next year to make up for 2020 being such a shit show Oh my gosh, I would Huge. love to come to one of your parties. Okay, part like, and I'm going to do a joint party with another person I know who has the same birthday as me. We're going to have like, uh, we're going to have to rent a hall. That's You're going to get a keg, right? Probably a keg. Yeah, you should definitely do that. Hot tub. I feel like I missed the party Paul era. Like mm. I get to see him once in a while when you guys put the band back together. Right. But I, I really miss that because I came here in 2015 and, you know, you had just got like married and yeah. you just bought a house yeah. and it was like settled down, Paul. Bring back Party Paul. Party Paul's a maniac. He's a monster. And he comes sometimes comes back, and that's where I have all these videos of me like uh, talking to people who don't want to talk to me in a pizza place and asking them if they're using this ranch and then singing with them and using the ranch as a microphone. And Oh, my God. So fun. Yeah, that was the most recent Party Paul. It was real maniac time. Anyways, I mean, that doesn't sound very bad, but that's embarrassing still for <laughs> a man of my age. But, uh, yeah, we need to have a big celebration. I just, I hope that 2021 is, like, full of celebration. I agree with you. 2020, nice little reset. Yeah. Nice little downtime, cozy up, locked down. But 2021, I hope, is, like, a real celebration of, you know, those connections that mm-hmm. do enrich your life. Yes. So you've been missing out on. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, it feels like 10 years ago, but... Last sat, we haven't even done a podcast since the presidential race was called down in the states. Yeah, Joe Biden won, <laughs> um, and which was obviously, I guess, worth celebrating enough because like Trump lost. But I'm also really excited because I think Joe Biden is funny, or it's fun to laugh at him. Yeah, I don't think he's great or anything. No, I don't think he's great or I'm anything. For but him. like, he's better than the other one. Oh, certainly, there's the that named one. But he also is. 
just like a kind of a goof and he'll yeah. be fun to laugh at. You know, like everyone was like, oh, yeah, late night TV is going to be so wild under the Trump because everyone was just like joking about how jokey dummy he is all the time. No. And I was like, no, it was scary it, always. It, yeah. And it was also like he's already making all the jokes himself. So us doing it again is not like adding to the joke. It's just kind of like, oh, yeah, there it is again. Um, but I think with Jim Carrey uh-huh. doing Joe, Joe Biden, as you yes, say, yes. Um, I think that's going to be really fun because yeah. it makes it really, really hilarious. Exactly. Yeah. You couldn't hardly make jokes about Trump because it would undermine or like bring levity to what was a, a very terrible or scary or damaging or bad, very bad situation. Like it was bad. It mm-hmm. wasn't funny. Yes, he's a big, stupid, dopey, orange guy who says ridiculous things, but it's also very real world repercussions where he was like damaging people and it was scary for people like yeah. that's not something to joke about almost whereas Joe Biden is like okay he he like just makes mistakes and I think he'll fall down and he's very old do you know what I mean <laughs> and so I mean that's not something to be laughing at that in particular yeah but he'll be we can just a little sigh of relief again and just make fun of the president again yeah Oh, what a fun, lighthearted way, it's you know? It's been such a long time. Yes, it has been a while. That's a good point. Okay, when you read the election results, like in the yeah. morning, yes. what was your reaction? Um, I kind of like, I had been paying so much attention that I knew it was kind of, you know, as much as things are still weirdly up in the air because Trump mm-hmm. hasn't conceded, I knew it was coming. The, all the math pointed to it. It was only a matter of time. I was like 90% sure, only 10% worried um, and then when I read it, I was like, okay, there it is. And it's happened. I was in bed. I was reading on my iPad. The mm-hmm. news popped up. I was like, okay, CNN projects. I double-checked. I went to Associated Press. Uh, AP projects. This is it. I screamed out to my house, which I often do. Hey, everyone. Joe Biden won. And that was it. And then I was, I looked outside and I was disappointed that people weren't dancing in the streets in Victoria like they were in the United States. I was like, yeah, of course, fuck, they're not. Oh. What about you? Um, yeah, mine was very similar. I was like, okay, this is happening. But there was a part, point where I was like, oh my God, it could be Trump because it was so close for a while, yeah, right? Yeah. And I was like, ah, well, either way, I think my reaction would have, it was just kind of like, okay, all right, cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if it were Trump, I would have been like, Fuck, cuck, cuck, cuck. Yeah. But no, I was. It was more just okay, right? All right, I'm not celebrating. I know it feels weird to celebrate, but it's not like everything has changed. The people who are in America, yeah, are the people who are in America. That doesn't change their viewpoints all of a sudden because there's a new president. Yeah, you know. Yeah, there was so much stuff. I mean, like just the whole point of like 70 million people still voting for Trump is like, whoops. It's a lot. Okay, that's a lot still that feel that way and that uh, why do they feel that way? And that's still something we're going to have to reckon with. Oh, my God. I got word this um, week that even more of my family than I knew were Trump supporters Mm. or at least believe that Joe Biden and them are crazy socialists like we are here in Canada. Oh, what? (laughs) Oh, we are? I didn't know. But you know what I mean? So that was like, okay, we you know, we got a lot of kind of reconciling still to do. And yeah, I feel the same way. It was like as much as it was like, okay, well, you know, this really evil has been defeated, but only by this like kind of whatever. It was like, yeah, it wasn't this inspiring figure. It wasn't like some white knight rode in on a horse, you know, and like saved the day and whatever. And we all had someone like we could like universally get behind and cheer for. It was like, oh, he's very, very middle, old white man. Yeah. Oh, Kamala's cool. Oh, Yeah. 
Right. That was something yeah. to celebrate, I guess. But just, you know, still just vice president. Yeah, totally. So, yeah, I know. I get you. It wasn't like I was like tooting horns and whatever because it was mm-hmm. like, OK, great. Yeah. We don't have to worry as much now. I yeah. guess. Anyway, enjoy the podcast this week. It's uh, it's uh, probably shorter. Shorter it's a little bit word, shorter. Because we had a weird week and the day off and everything. Yeah. Well, but hope yeah. you're well and hope that you're hanging in there and staying positive as much as you can. I know we were talking about this a little while ago that they were looking at more uh, use of drones around BC specifically. And there was one that's been in the talks to deliver prescription drugs to places like Salt Spring and other uh, kind of more isolated locations. Yeah. Uh, because drones can be a great way to transport these things because they can get there so quickly. And it is quite a short distance from, you know, like the larger cities. So they've actually just approved. The first in Canada to receive approval for uh, this drone that delivers prescription drugs to Salt Spring Island. It's pretty cool. Wow. So it travels about, I think it's just a six kilometer um, uh, you know, distance that it has to travel, but it okay. does it in like under 11 minutes, which is, wow. yeah. Does it say where it launches from? Um, Nanaimo. Yeah, really? Yeah. This is great news. Okay, do you know what's so funny and weird to me is... I don't notice it when I don't think about it, but when you do think about it, how much fewer or lesser traffic in the skies there have been. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about planes, obviously, but like since the pandemic, you know, you used to see planes going overhead all the time. Now, because no one's traveling or, you know, so much, so many fewer of us are traveling. Yeah. It's like no planes. How interesting that now we're going to be looking up in the sky and start seeing drones up there. Right? Yeah, that's going to become a common thing. That's I mean, need. it's pretty cool because this can deliver like life-saving medicine, like right. EpiPens and Naloxone and things like that to sure. those sort of uh, cities. But yeah, we're going to be seeing a lot more drones in the future. Starting with the life-saving stuff, and then we'll work our way to like frivolous nonsense, the stuff that I order, obviously. D- deliver me snacks in bed, okay? That's snacks what I want. in bed, yeah. <laughs> I did something that made me feel really good in the moment was rearrange my furniture this weekend in my living room. That's just something that just gives me like instant satisfaction. I love just like mixing up my place a little bit. But I came across binders and binders and binders of old CDs that were gifted to me like from my cousins back in the day. And there are thousands of CDs that were all burned and a lot, well, a lot of them were burned and then a lot of them are the actual CDs that they bought. Um, But I'm like wondering what I should do with them because looking into it, you can't recycle CDs or there at least there aren't any facilities around here where you can actually recycle CDs because there's like a plastic and aluminum, I guess, attached to it. So you have to put it through this wild process and then it takes thousands and thousands of years uh, to decompose if it's in a Uh landfill. So I just feel weird about just putting all this plastic and aluminum in a landfill. It's a lot. You don't want to listen to them? You don't want to have them anymore? I don't have a CD player in my house. Um, You know, it just, we're, I think, I don't know if I'll ever listen to CDs again, except for in my car. I have a few just in case, but yeah. yeah. Have you burnt them yet? Like put them on what? Like, I don't know. Put them on your computer and then put them onto your phone. I know. I'm off topic here. No, I know. Clearly you just want to get rid and I support get rid. How? I I think here's what you got to do first and foremost. Um, you have to write a, an apology to Mother Earth. 
But like, I'm so sorry that I bought all this plastic crap and garbage that's not going to biodegrade <laughs> for such a long time. I'm not going to do anything with these. There's no other way to recycle. I'm, I'm really sorry. So yeah. write that letter and then, I don't know, burn it in a fireplace. <laughs> Good night to Mother Earth. I'm so sorry. I'm, and then kiss the ground. Now, I don't know. I'm up for ideas as well. What do you do with those specific things? And aren't you mad like, I grew up with CDs as well. I have that nostalgic feeling of, you know, you'd get the jewel, the, the little flippy case yeah. book out from your, uh, uh, above your uh, window oh, when yeah. you were driving. And then you were, like, balancing the book on your lap <laughs> as you're trying to drive and put a new CD in and all that. Yeah. I had all that nostalgia as well when I was a kid growing up. But, like... What a terrible way to enjoy music. Yeah. I'm mad at CDs. I know. CDs are really something. I'm thinking maybe I can, like, repurpose some of them into, like, art or, like, a CD makes a really good coaster. I could just have thousands of coasters. I I don't know. You know, I remember in 2001 seeing people doing that and being like, wow, cool. Looks like you're setting your drink down in the future. (laughs) But now I'm like trash. We get a lot of uh, messages with suggestions at 250-475-0913. Let me read you a few of the good ones here. No, I just think, yeah, get rid, get friggin' rid of these things. It's Mm. junk. And apparently there's places that do recycle CDs and DVDs. Oh. In Duncan, there's a place called Bings Creek Waste Management, and they can do it there. Oh, that's good to know. Okay, so that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, uh, Jordan has a great idea. Skeet shooting would be fun. What's skeet shooting? It's like when you throw stuff and then you shoot it with a gun. Oh, I don't don't want to do that. Uh, there are asks. For, oh, I'm gonna love to shoot. Any? Well, I love. Yeah, I like ski shooting a lot. It's oh, fun. Okay, that's good. Um, there is. This is. A, there's a Facebook post. Mm-hmm. One guy's looking for scratched or damaged or unwanted CDs to be attached to wires to be installed above the duck pond. Mm. And I guess it helps reflect light and then deters bald eagles that would scoop down and attack the ducks while they're out swimming in their pond. Interesting. And then, yeah, some other owners texted in saying it's a great way to keep birds away from your fruits in your trees, which I don't have, but that's good to know. We also have a zoner, Rachel, on the line. I got an idea for your CDs. Oh, yeah? So either you could do a mirror wall. I mean, that's not super disco. It could be kind of cool. Maybe, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it would work with my aesthetic. Yeah, my agree. <laughs> um, the other thing, though, with Christmas coming is you could dangle them, like make a long line of them, and then as they spin outside, it twirls and reflects light. Oh. Uh, you could make you could make Christmas decorations out of it. Like a disco Christmas tree. You could totally do that. This is a very, very creative way for you to delay the inevitable of them going <laughs> in the garbage. You know, you feel less guilty to give it second life, and you yeah, that is a good thing. You can just repurpose it into something else or at least gift it to someone who's willing to put in the effort to repurpose it for an art project or something. I see a crafternoon coming out of this. Oh, crafternoon. I love that term. <laughs> oh, tons of ideas, man. My, my brain is like lighting up right now. Oh my gosh. If you want my CDs, you can have them if you want to do it. I I don't want your CDs, but I don't want the landfill to have them either. There's gotta be something. I know, right? Yeah, there's gotta be something. I'm having an art attack over here. Oh, yeah, art attack! Oh, so good! (laughs) 
Jenny, there's an adorable little island right near Parksville. It's about 100 acres, a uh, rocky little island, mm. rich in plant and marine life, currently privately owned, up for sale. Oh, my gosh. I love when those islands go up for sale. It's so fun to think about possibly owning an island. Could you imagine <laughs> having your very own little cutie island? Well, there is a very interested buyer, and they are looking for donations to help actually do this. And it's called the BC Parks Foundation. It's an actual charity that has done this before, raised as much money as possible to then buy private parcels of land that are not developed. And then they keep them pristine because that could be the case with this island up for sale now is that it gets bought and then parceled out and then sold to be developed upon. Yeah. So what they kind of want to do is just make sure that another buyer doesn't just do exactly that. And instead, it's just given to BC Park so that we can conserve it and make sure that all the animals are still having a healthy and lively place to live. Yeah. So the cost of this island... $1.7 $1.7 million. That's a lot of money. It's a lot of money, but actually when you think about real estate around here, it's kind of a deal. Yeah, it's a great deal for 100 acres of beautiful rocky island. And if you are interested in donating and like helping making this uh, a reality, you can just go to the website, bcparksfoundation.ca. In the past, again, like they've had some success doing this, mm-hmm. and it's from like, you know, cute fundraiser things like Students having bake sales. Right. You have people like donating like five bucks a month if they can, like pensioners. Yeah. Doing that, anything you can. So maybe instead of another like Netflix subscription, or you're planning on canceling yours, maybe instead Hmm. you put a deal in and you get five dollars a month and you feel good about protecting some beautiful, you know, a beautiful environment here in BC. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah. I would love, I don't want to like put any ideas out there, but what if, if you make a donation, you get to like maybe go camping on it or something. Day? You get like locked out days where yeah. just contributors get to go <laughs> set up a tent. Oh, how good. Hi, Jenny. I'm so excited. This weekend, I spent the whole time booking all these great things to do for my anniversary coming up. Oh, no way. Oh, yeah. It's going to be great. First, we're going to have spa treatments up at Tynamara. You know, the spa and grotto there. Oh. Then dinner at Vista 18. <gasps> then, if you can believe it, we're going to take in a show at the Capitol Ballroom and then spend a night in a luxury suite at the Empress. Oh my gosh! I mean, that honestly kind of sounds too good to be true. Can I uh, can I check out your itinerary? Yeah, here you go. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh oh no, Paul. Mm. So you are booked in for Vista 18, but it's Vista 18 Total Landscaping. Ah. Uh. And then Tynamara. Well, it's Tynamara Total Landscaping. Ah. Uh. And I, oh no, oh no, Paul, the Capitol Ballroom. Yeah. It's Capitol Ballroom and Total Landscaping. Oh. Yeah. And you're not going to be spending the night in the Empress. What? Yeah, it's, you know, the Empress Total Landscaping. That was very stupid of me. Happy anniversary, though. God, it was it was oh. really heartbreaking news to wake up to yesterday about Alex Trebek. Oh, yes. Not completely unsurprising. Yeah. You know, for him to hang on and fight that thing. Stage four pancreatic cancer is such a devastating prognosis. But yeah. for him to hang in there, fight it, show his amount of resilience. And what, work every, every day until, what, 10 days leading up to his death? Like, that is yeah. incredible. He was so passionate about the people and about his job. Well, And he's just such a wonderful man. When you think about, like, what Jeopardy is, mm-hmm. which is like... In this day, when there is no amount of intellectualism left on TV, Mm. pretty much, it's like a lot of dumb stuff on TV, 
that level certainly of like a brainy smart thing on television <laughs> and to be that popular mm-hmm. is really really something and I think he really believed in that that like there was one smart show left on TV that celebrated being smart and being a big nerd and it was Jeopardy mm-hmm. and I think he believed in that and that's what he held on and that's why the uh, last show that he recorded because he was recording like tons in advance mm-hmm. will air on Christmas Day. Oh, that's going to be very emotional. Right? Yeah, Christmas Day you can gather around with your housemates. Apparently in that episode too he like gives a little speech about like how important family is. Oh, my heart. I know, right? Like... Uh. Yeah. Wow, after the news about Pfizer's vaccine yesterday, there's some even more promising news today. Yeah, another pharmaceutical company called Eli Lilly's has a COVID-19 antibody therapy that's getting emergency FDA clearance. Some early data shows that it can keep some patients out of the hospital. The drug is called Bamlanivimab. Bamlanivimab. Over the last few days, I mean, since the news that Pfizer has a very promising vaccine that it's in, what, the third stage of human (sighs) testing? Dude, I was listening to this whole thing this morning about how that vaccine works. Mm -hmm. I won't be able to describe it properly. About the RNA. Do you know about this? Yeah, I was listening to probably the same podcast (laughs) about that. Yes. Um, Yeah, something about RNA. I don't know. It's the first of its kind. It's so cool. Usually how vaccines work is like, it's like a dead vaccine. Mm -hmm. Or sorry, a dead version of the like virus goes in you and then your body like knows how to fight it. Yeah. uh, Figures it out. But with this, it's like, it's a a thing that like tells your body how to create the coronavirus. Yeah, it like has a special coding. Yes. Yes. And then, but instead of making coronavirus, (laughs) it, your body like learns how to kill. It's fascinating. I have no. No idea how it works, but it's really cool. It's so Um, cool. Okay. Uh, But now that there's kind of, you know, a light, a tiny little light at the end of the tunnel, you know, a promising light at the end of the tunnel, they're saying, you know, sometime 2021, we could be seeing it on the market. Um, I've been noticing, and you've been noticing as Mm. well, that when we're making plans for the future... We're not, we're like, oh yeah, maybe when there's a vaccine, we'll be able to do that thing. Totally. Like have a party for my mom for her birthday. You know, yes. those sort of things. Yes. And you came up with the most brilliant acronym for this. Yeah. I used it a bunch yesterday. I had people reaching out to me that I can't wait to see again, you know, and make plans with. And I said, ASAV, as soon as vaccine. That's going to catch on. I yeah. really think so. Okay, please tell it to all your friends. Use it. Put it in emails. Put it in text messages. Hey, miss you, Grandpa. See you ASAV. ASAV. <laughs> Baby. You know, Jen, I, it's very important to me that mm. uh, all my organs get donated when I die. I feel very oh, strongly about that. Me too. Pretty much the only reason I'm trying to take care of myself at all is like, not for me. I just want to donate everything. And then, you know, the p- new person who gets my all my organs and everything be like, who was taking care of this? It's this junk. so, oh. Right? Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't want them to get my heart and liver and everything and be like, 
Wow, dude, really ran this thing through the paces, oh, hey? Right. This is a piece of... Okay, thanks, though, <laughs> thanks, I guess. I guess. <laughs> but it is important to me to be an organ donor. Yeah, absolutely. It's such an easy thing to do. Um, you know, my friend sent me this wild, wild video out of <laughs> California. So it's of this helicopter, and it had crashed on the side, um, and it was landing on a hospital because it was carrying a heart ready for transplant. Okay. Like a donor's heart. Yeah, wow. And the helicopter had crashed. Now... What is a miracle is that the pilot just had minor injuries and the two other officials in there, they were completely fine, like not a scratch on them. Wow. And officials were able to actually retrieve the heart from the helicopter crash and it was in good condition. Wow, great news. Right? End of story. You thought that would be the end, but no, <laughs> the video goes on and the story goes on. They pass the heart to another health official. He's walking carefully, then boom, just falls to the ground, trips over this metal plate and the heart goes rolling bails he bails hard they're able to pick up the heart and yeah. then that's the end of the video and i'm like okay is this heart okay did it get to the patient in time oh i don't God. know yeah and was it okay so like in decent shape like can you imagine being in that hospital <laughs> sir your heart is on its way but the helicopter that was transporting it uh, had like a bit of a hard landing yeah it's on its side everyone's okay but it was a crash landing yeah oh, okay it's okay the heart's okay still? Yes. Oh, sorry. Uh, the intern who was carrying it then tripped, and now, sorry, you don't get your heart. Have a nice death. Right? That would... Oh, my God. Terrible. Terrible, terrible. Oh but, okay, so this video was from uh, November 6th. I'm like, okay, it's been a few days. There has to be an update. Just looked into it right now. The transplant was a success. Oh, thank God. Right? <laughs> oh, my gosh. But what a story to tell this person who just got a heart transplant now lives to tell the story that, yeah, this heart not only came from a person, it also survived a helicopter crash, yeah. tumbled on the roof of the, <laughs> the hospital, and oh, I'm living to tell this story. Uh, trying to, like, run it under the tap before you yeah. put it in there. <laughs> you know what? This, this makes sense to me, actually. When you say it like that, like, oh, this heart and whatever, did you ever have to dissect a cow's heart in, in high school? Did, yeah. They're pretty tough. It's yeah. not like you drop your iPhone and the thing shatters and breaks. You could drop a heart on the ground and it kind of just goes like thunk. It's not like it breaks. You could say it really takes a beating. Great stuff, bud. We noticed something on TV last night. Yeah, um, you decide. Who did it better? The FDA gave the company Eli Lilly emergency authorization for a new COVID antibody treatment. Pharmaceutical company Eli Lilly has a COVID-19 antibody therapy that's getting emergency FDA clearance. It's great news, but a lot of people are having trouble pronouncing its name. Antibody bamlanivimab. The drug is called bamlanivimab. Bamlanivimab. Well, it just goes to show one thing. Friggin' Jimmy Fallon and The Tonight Show is stealing our jokes. Yeah, it just goes to show you one thing, that it was the most obvious joke of all time. Yeah.
Remembrance Day is over now, and Memorial Day in the States, so it's Christmas. Sorry, that's just how it is. November 12th, it's Christmas now. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Hey, thank you. Merry Christmas to you, too. I yeah. think I'm going to really dive into Christmas this year. I need a little bit of joy. I think everyone needs a little bit more sparkle right now. You know, more lights, more exciting, Kirsten from the things. Kirsten from the uh, Midday Zone sent me a video of uh, her house. <laughs> where they always have lightsabers up on the wall, but now they're like Christmas lightsabers. Oh, and cute. I know that's how she's spending her whole week off is decorating for Christmas. Anyways, today I saw uh, Coca-Cola, who uh, has partial ownership of the holiday of Christmas, of course, <laughs> the Coca-Cola Corporation, uh, rolled out this like three-minute-long commercial for soda pop that was directed by Taika Waititi, one of the best directors in Hollywood right now. Yeah. And I'm watching it. And I was like, "Okay, we get it. We, you know, it's like this is way over the top. All this big budget commercial, crazy thing." And then at the end of it, I cried a little bit. Yeah, I was a tearjerker. It was like a mini movie. Yeah, it was a dramatic film, and I was I, I wasn't invested at the beginning, but then boom, it took a turn, and I was fully invested. That was a really well done commercial. And it's like a turn you should see coming a mile away. You oh, yeah. know what this is gonna be, but for some reason, it just. Caught me by surprise and yeah. made me shed a tear this morning. So, anywho, you can go online right now. It's trending all over the place. The 2020 Coca-Cola Christmas commercial. Enjoy. Have a cry. Yeah. Thanks to a... Drink Coca-Cola. Soda pop company. <laughs> well, I've been saying for a while it is kind of video game season for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, number one, we're supposed to be staying away from parties and socializing in person still as COVID continues to just be crazy everywhere. But also it's, you know that time of the year mm-hmm. gray and cloudy and rainy and everything and it's kind of a big time right now too because uh the ps5 the ps de resistance there's five of them now yeah uh. so that launches today in canada um and then it's big com- competition of course mm-hmm. the like console wars is between the ps and the xs xbus <laughs> xbox xbox <laughs> series x and this amazing thing has happened now where the top of the Xbox is all just like this like waffle design where you can kind of, I guess, see down into the guts of it. Yeah. And so it became like a bit of a thing to do online. I bet on TikTok. Probably on TikTok. Just take, the, just take like a huge long full of haul off of your vape and then breathe that, all the vape smoke into the Xbox and then take a picture of it as it kind of like smokes out the top like a crazy kind of like a new age steampunk chimney top. Oh. Okay, I mean, I bet that probably looks cool. Um, it does. But from what I am gathering, isn't like a vape, isn't that like tiny like water vapor kind of like particles? I couldn't imagine that would be good for electronics. Well, here's yesterday. <laughs> Xbox had to take a time out on their me- Memorial Day to tweet, oh, no. we can't believe we have to say this, but please do not blow vape smoke into your Xbox Series uh, X. Yeah. I don't think warranty would cover that one. Ew. Yeah. Is this on them a little bit for designing it? <laughs> In a way that just like, oh, God, I want to breathe smoke into this thing. Yeah, maybe they're like, oh, yeah, teenagers love to vape. Let's make the top really cool so they can (laughs) vape into it. I don't think that was the plan. Mm, Well, you know, it's like you always say, Jenny. Yeah. um, If it's not good for your lungs, it's not good for the Xbox. I'm not a play a game of. What did we learn today? The game where you win by remembering. Right now we have the very lovely Chris on the line. Hello, Chris. Oh, hi, Chris. I heard you're lovely. Hello. 
you said Chris listened to a bunch of the afternoon zone today. I listened to a little bit of it. I, I didn't catch all of it, but we'll see if I'm up to speed or not. Uh, what's your listening schedule, Chris? Like, what do you usually or what are you doing when you're listening? I'm a uh, shower mm. and driving guy myself. I listen I'm a, to the I'm zone. Driving guy, yeah. Hey, bring us into the shower. That's all I ask. Oh. Is that too much? I always listen I, when I'm in the shower. I got my radio in there. I listen. I I, I haven't done that yet. I may have to try it. That's out. very intimate. <laughs> yeah, it is a little. That's a little too intimate. intimate. <laughs> now I'm thinking of all the people listening right now while they're in the shower. Hey, if you're in the shower right now, what's up? Big shout out to you. What kind of soap do you use? Let me know. I just got. I just, <laughs> Chris. What kind of soap do you use? Actually, I'm curious. Uh, I uh, I use um, Neza Naturals. Oh, nice. nice. Local brand, That's isn't it? That's good stuff. Yeah, it's a local one. Oh, good. Support local. That's so good. I've been on the Broners for a long time, and I just feel like it's not doing a good enough job. Jenny, back me up. I smell. You smell? Well, I come in here half the time. I'm like, it, I only, smell. It's not like B.O. Yeah, you only smell when you don't wear deodorant. So I just would like you to wear deodorant <laughs> once in a while. That's all. So... I uh, just went to the Irish Spring. I was like, oh. I need something a little heavy duty. I want to smell like soap now. Yeah, I feel that. I've been going uh, hard on the Old Spice. I just smell like Old Spice all the time. Old Spice soap as well? Yeah. What flavor is your Neza Naturals, Chris? Uh, I usually use the lemongrass one. Ooh, oh, I think I want to do that. That sounds nice. really good. You and got then, it down. Is it like a, like a body wash, <laughs> like a scrub, or is it just a bar no, of soap? It's a bar. It's old school. Yeah, nice. wow. I like that. That's great. Okay, well, we've learned a, a lot about you. A fresh bar is, like, nothing better, but when you get down to that, like, last bunch of days where it's just a flimsy, filmy, scuzzy sliver of soap, no good. Yeah, that one's, that, that's not a good sign. Yeah. All right, Chris, let's that? get you into this game. Five questions in 30 seconds. you got to get them all right to win, okay? Wow, okay. Okay, yeah, good that's luck. A lot. Oh, you sent me all the questions. Okay. Yeah. So your time starts after this first question. And if you don't know a question, just say pass and we'll come back to it. Okay. Okay. All right. First question. What drug company is behind the COVID vaccine that could be 90% Pfizer. effective? Wow. Oh, my gosh. Pamela Anderson is rebuilding a farmhouse in what Vancouver Island town? Oh, uh, Ladysmith. What does the BC Parks Foundation want to buy off the coast of Parksville? Oh, Pass. Terry Fox is on the short list for which new dollar bill? Mm, five. Name one of two NFL teams playing tonight. Oh, God. Are the Steelers playing? No. Oh, dude. You know what? You did really well, though. My goodness. Unfortunately, though, it was one of these. Yeah. Not a winner this time. Uh, let's no go. You knew Pfizer off the hop. I mean, that's yeah. the biggest story in the world right yeah, now. That was great. Pfizer, famous for their Viagra, could be coming to save the world with a vaccine for COVID. And Pamela uh, Anderson, she is from Ladysmith, isn't she? Yes. But it was Shamanus that we were looking for. Oh, Which, really? I mean, I would have given it like to you anyway. Door. That's like right next door. They're, they're friends, right? Yeah. The BC Parks Foundation wants to buy an island off the coast of Parksville. Oh, you know what? It was like 1.5. They're trying 1.5 million and they're trying to raise money for it oh, oh my god you know those details so good. cool I, yeah I, I, know, I know what the cost of it <laughs> a numbers guy i see um we have terry fox was on the short list for the five dollar bill you i believe that, one right? that was just a guess wasn't it 
That was a total guess. I, I like Wilfred Laurier has been on there for uh, quite a while. Yeah. How long are we going to keep drawing Spock on our fives? <laughs> and uh, finally, the Steelers are not playing tonight. We got the, uh, like, what is it, like two and eight New England Patriots against the 0 oh and eight uh, wow. New York Jets tonight. I was going to say the Patriots too, but oh well. Uh, well, cool. you did really well. Congratulations. What's great about this game is that there is no prize. So whether you win or lose, you yeah. know, you're, you're still a winner in hard hearts for even trying. So way to go. Boom, I'll take it. All and right. now I feel like I can really smell the lemongrass coming through my radio. <laughs> so thank you so much for sharing that with us too. No problem, anytime. Thanks for playing, Chris. All right, thank you guys. What did we learn today on the Afternoon Zone? Thanks for joining the PJ Party. For more from Paul and Jenny, get them live 2 to 6 weekday afternoons on The Zone at 913 or around the world via the Internet's tubes at thezone.fm. Do them a solid and leave a review wherever you get this podcast and tell your friends about it. Paul and Jenny are both on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, so get in touch. Thanks for joining the PJ Party. Hi, I'm Webmeister Bud. I'm DJ Boitano. I'm Kirsten James. I'm Art Aronson. And I'm Paul Bacino. And the Zone's Geek Out Podcast is where we get together each week and talk about geeky stuff like technology, movies, comics, TV, Harry Potter, Star Wars, and how much better Marvel is than DC. So much better. Come on, man. Captain America. Calm down, Art. You can find us wherever fine podcasts are sold or at thezone.fm slash geekoutpod. With new episodes each Friday, it's the Zone's Geek Out Podcast. Listen, please. Bye!